Today our topic is what it takes to get a six-figure book publishing deal. And I know that this is a topic that's going to be interesting to a lot of our listeners today. Lindy Stoller is amazing, has been in media and marketing since the early 80s, and she has she has gotten people, consistently gotten people six-figure book deals. She's worked with people like Tony Robbins, Michael Jackson, and some very big names. And I'm so thrilled to have her today with us on this show, and I plan to pick her brain and figure out so that we can learn, you know, what it takes to get a book publishing deal. So thank you so much, Lindy, for being with us today. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. So I'm just going to jump right into our first question um, because okay. I know that a lot of our listeners are interested. Who makes a good fit for a traditional publishing book deal? Well, you know, Bethany, it's not really as obscure as people think. Anyone basically who's an expert in a particular field and has credentials is basically a candidate for a Main Street book deal. I mean, they look for people that are doctors, lawyers, um, anyone who can write a book on things like women's issues, men's issues, health, nutrition, diet, fitness, human potential, business, finance, legal matters, marriage, relationships, even books on beauty and topics that you think, you know, interior design, topics that you don't think necessarily would uh, get a book deal, but they do. If somebody is an expert, um, there's a good chance they can get a book deal. And also, if somebody has a really interesting real-life story with a message where they've gone through something very intense and came out of it on the other side and can inspire others, uh, they can be a candidate for a book deal as well. It just wouldn't be nonfiction. It would be memoir. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So now a lot of people today say that the book publishing industry is, you know, it's changing. It's way harder to get book publishing deals uh, today than it was before, and it was hard before. What's your response to that? Do you agree? Do you disagree? How do you view it? I don't know that it's necessarily harder. It has always been a formula. People really know the formula and follow the formula correctly, then there is a good likelihood that they will get a deal. Well, that's really good news. So now people today, they have a yeah, they, they have more choices, right, because the publishing industry has changed. Now we have the advent of some of the self-publishing tools. More and more people are self-publishing. Can you talk to us a little bit about the pros and cons of traditional publishing? Why would someone um, go that direction? I mean, I know why I would, but what would be some of the pros, some of the cons? What, what could people expect if they go in the direction of traditionally publishing their book? Well, I think, you know, self-publishing is always a good way to go to. Um, I think it's an individual preference. I think that if somebody is looking to skyrocket their career quickly 
and is willing to really follow the formula, um, I think that, you know, it can certainly be a really great avenue for them. The advantages are that they have both national and international distribution. Uh, someone okay. who gets a, And someone who gets a deal will get an advance, and often it's a six-figure advance with a major publisher before they even write the book. And if they don't want to write the book, they certainly can get a ghostwriter, which their agents or the publisher will provide. Um, They will get books that take them into the international arena. They'll get ancillary benefits, lots of big paid speaking engagements. They'll get publicity on television. Um, It will set up their entire publishing foundation for other books. Um, The downside would be that you really have to align with the publisher's timing. It may not happen as quickly as they want, and they have to give up some aspect of the – they have to allow the publishers to maybe pick their book covers and pick their fonts and they may lose some creative control, but for the most part, they're going to make, they're going to make a lot of, a lot of money quickly and they're going to be able to be considered experts on radio and TV and in print outlets because someone like a Simon & Schuster or a Harper or a St. Martin's Press gave them credibility as opposed to them giving themselves credibility. Right. Right. So it really can be a fantastic choice, and that advanced loan is is reason to do it. Uh, Do do you find that a six-figure advance is more of the exception or is kind of average? I think it's average. I think that if you have, like I said, again, it's a formula. And if someone follows the formula, if they have the right book strategy and the right book proposal and they have the right agent, and that is a big key because publishers buy books, not from authors, but from the same agencies that they've been buying from for a long time that have a track record that know what they're looking for. So that's really the key. I don't think it's an exception if they follow the formula. Such great news, actually. This is great news for authors everywhere. And I'm so glad that you've agreed to come on this show today, Lindy, and talk with us about this. So I imagine that there's going to be a lot of people who will want to contact you after hearing the show, talk to you about their book idea, see if they fit into this formula. And if so, what, how can they contact you? How can people contact you? Well, I'm going to give you a phone number that people can call, and um, it is area code. Oh, so not- wait, everybody, pick up your phone, pick up your pens now. Let's write this down. Here we go. Go ahead. The telephone number is 949 area code 300 20 
949-300-2424. Again, that's 949-300-2424. Great. Thank you. We'll repeat that number again at the end of the show. So if you didn't catch it the first time, we'll give you one more chance at it at the end. So keep your pen handy. And the question that I want to ask you right now is what are publishers looking for these days? What are the hot topics or the trending topics? I mean, you said that it's formulaic. Is it it completely formulaic or are there trends and topics that come and go? Well, I think that often certainly there are trends that would coincide with what's timely in the news at the time. Like certainly – Political books at this time are certainly trending. Women's issues are always trending. Diet issues, health and fitness and beauty are always the trend. They never go out of style. Um, Sex books, you know, cooking books are, are certainly big business books, never go out of style. I mean, there are certain arenas that just never go out of style. And is there anything in particular right now that you know of that you're actually actively seeking authors for? Like you know that there's agents or publishers that are looking for specific types of books, or is that kind of – how does that work? Well, as I said, I, I, I think it's really what I said. If you are an expert in any area, those areas, it's really about What you see in the bookstore, if you go in the bookstore, you see all of these areas in the bookstore, psychology and health and, um, you know, maybe design, um, legal. There's all of these categories. So these categories never go out of style. So it's not really so much that there's a trend. Like I said, if there's something timely like politics, of course, you know, more books, they're looking for those type of things. But as a rule, they're just looking for someone who has the next take or something innovative and different in all of those same areas that you see categorized in a bookstore, health and fitness, beauty, finance, business, relationships, human potential, spirituality. You're, you're always going to see those categories in the bookstore. So they really don't so much look for trends as they look for a new take or something different in those arenas from someone who has credentials to back up what they're putting the book out about. Great. That's so helpful. So, What's work, what is working with you like? What, what is the part in the process that you, pay, that you play? Why would people work with you? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I, I am a one-stop book company. I take people from even not even having an idea what they want to write about all the way to a book deal. So I'm like a book whisperer, and I start out by – taking people through a very thorough book process that allows me to discover from them what book they should write, what should be their first book, what out of all the material they have should go into that book, 
um, what publishers would be more oriented toward buying, what style the book should be written in because there's bestseller styles, what format the book should go into, what agent would be right for them. And then I have them do, then we do a 50-page book proposal together because publishers only buy proposals. They don't buy whole books. And that's a big misunderstanding that people have. Often I have people come to me with whole books and they're not going to buy a whole book. They buy the idea first. They buy the fact that it's been strategized. Um, They buy a proposal and then it goes to an agent that's right for that book. And then that agent sells it to the publisher and gets the author the advances, both national and international. And, and I think we've talked about this before, that one of the amazing things about you is the connections that you have with some of these agents that are consistently getting the book deals over and over again, right? Yes. I mean, I, I, I have amazing relationships with agents for many, many years and oftentimes I've even taken books that have been rejected with people that have had big publishing deals and I re-strategize the book and lo and behold, get them another agent and they end up with, uh, I just did it with someone who got a $400,000 advance and that person's own agent never got them more than a $20,000 advance. So so these agents are very, very important, and strategy is very, very important, book strategy. Great. So, like, do you guarantee that you're going to get somebody a book deal? Or, I mean, how, how does that work? Like, are do people always get book deals? Do they – how does that – Well, I don't think anybody can absolutely guarantee somebody – a book deal or any kind of deal. I think if somebody says it's a hundred percent guarantee, you run for the hills. But yeah. <laughs> people, no, you know what I mean. But yeah, I do. Bethany, really speaking, um, if somebody follows the formula and they're really with the right agents, because like I said, they're the people that get the deals every year. They're going to have about an eighty to eighty-five percent chance of getting a deal. Well, that's an encouraging number, that is. It is indeed. Um, yeah, absolutely. Can you give us an, an example or two of somebody who got some really good results from working with you? Yes, I can, actually. Um, I worked with Tony Robbins for many, many years, um, and he got a Well, we all know his story. And I've worked with, um, this was a perfect example. I had a a medical doctor who had every credential, already had an agent, had books out, and was rejected by everyone. And I came in and re-strategized the book because most people do not do a book strategy. And it's like not having a foundation for a house. So once I came in and re-strategized that book, this person went from 20000 to 400000 with just a U.S. deal and another quarter of a million on foreign, foreign deals. Wow. And then I had a, I had a little juice company 
actually in Orange County um, who was actually going to take a writing course. And I started working. It was two women. I started working with them, and they had 13 publishers and six deals on the table um, and had one of the biggest agencies in the world repping them, and that's pretty much unheard of. Do you want That's more? <laughs> yeah, keep telling. Yeah, this is great. Oh, okay. I, I love that okay. you. I love that you have the range here. You know, you've got somebody like Tony Robbins, and like, well, that's wonderful, and probably, uh, you know, not everyone is Tony Robbins. So you've got these people that with a juice company, like that's fantastic. That's so interesting. Do you have other stories that are sort of more like people that? Yeah. You know. Everyday people. Yes, I do. Yeah. I had a woman who was um, flipping houses, actually, um, and the market went south a few years ago, as probably most people know, in California, and she had to reinvent herself. And so when I went out to have my first interview, I saw that she had three rescue dogs, and she had beautiful photos on the wall, not just of animals, but of all kinds of, um, you know, just interesting places she had been, but she was an amazing photographer. And in putting her through the strategy process for a month, uh, we just came up with the idea to do a, a animal rescue book and start with dogs. And um, she didn't even know how she was going to get the story. You know, all of these rescue stories and in about a month's time with strategy, we had celebrity rescues, extreme rescues, regular rescues, organizations that rescues, assistance, dog rescues, and uh, it became an amazing uh, book with St. Martin's Press. They swooped it up instantly, and it was one of the fastest deals I think we've ever done. Wow, Interesting. So now when somebody comes to you with their book idea, like I I imagine that a lot of people are like, okay, I've been wanting to publish a book and I've got this idea and here's my story or here's my, here's my concept. Here's who I am. Are you able to tell pretty quickly if they have got a concept that you can work with? Yes, but often the concept has to be changed. Sometimes they just know for an expert at something and they have so much information and they don't even know what to put out. So the strategy phase really determines, one, what they should put out out of all the information they have. And and if they have an idea for a book, whether or not that book will work as is, if it needs to be modified, if it needs to be made more into bestseller style. So that first phase, book strategy, is such a critical piece. Yeah, absolutely. So, so obviously, when you're when you're talking with people, you're not going to work with everyone. Um, so, t- and and who you end up not working with is often really helpful information for someone who's, uh, you know, who's able to identify if they are a good candidate to to be t- contacting you. So, do you have any information of like who? Who do you not work well with or, or who, what kinds of people or what kinds of ideas will you turn down as not quite a good fit? You know, well, I, I don't do textbooks. 
Um, I don't do um, topics that aren't big selling topics. You know, if it's just okay. got a very narrow audience, I probably wouldn't take it because a publisher looks for a topic like weight loss, for example. Well, that's a huge topic worldwide. So a publisher is going to be interested in new ways for people to lose weight versus a very isolated topic, perhaps, like a lawyer wanting to talk about one aspect of perhaps a legal legal problem that maybe 10,000 people have as opposed to many million. Right. So there's there is such a thing as being too niche, like it too too specific. It yeah. needs to be essentially what you're saying is that the the book needs to solve a problem that a lot of people have, or it needs to speak to an experience or an issue that many people have in order to have that audience. Exactly. Exactly. So, now, we have a couple extra minutes, which is awesome, because I have a few other questions that I thought of. Do, do you mind um, if I just go into a couple new ones here? No, but could I also just um, say one thing? The other yes. thing that is very important, and, you know, sometimes people self-publish, sometimes they go for the big book, but there is an exact formula to have a big selling book in the way that it's written. And it's an exact right. formula, and that's why you see books that have longevity, and they're still in bookstores 30 years later, because no matter what the information is or what you want to put out, there's exact, exact best-selling formulas and exact styles and exact ways to write it that compel people to buy it and not want to put the book down. Mm -hmm. So I just want to... Say that, Bethany, to everybody because yeah, that's it's such a, it's an important point that most people don't realize. A very important point, and I doubt many people do realize that. So thank you for sharing that with us. Now I hear, and tell me if this is the case, I hear that more and more publishers are looking for authors to, to give book deals to authors who have an existing platform. Is this true? And if so, tell, talk to us about what kind of platform is needed and what, what they're looking for in that regard. Yes. You do want to have a platform. But if you don't have a platform, in the strategy phase, I teach the client how to build the platform that the publisher is looking for. Normally, they would like for you to have a big audience of your own, a, a nice-sized email list, social media, um, perhaps some really good endorsements, uh, a speaking platform. But if somebody doesn't have that, I've had many clients that don't have it. I refer them to I refer them to people that can build that platform for them very quickly. Mhm. That's great. So you really are a one-stop shop when it comes to getting a traditionally published book deal and all of the pieces that need to be put together. Yes, yes, I am. And, and for people that want to self-publish, I, I do train them in how to write in 
bestseller style because it's such an easy thing to learn but so critical to um, taking your book out in a big way, even if you self-publish, you, you, because people will read it and decide on you for should they have you as a speaker. And if your writing is done in bestseller style, you have much more opportunities that open up for you, even if it's self-published. Absolutely. That's great. So to wrap up, do you have anything else like a piece of advice or a, a, a tip or anything for someone that you would like to say to someone who is considering going the traditionally published route with their book idea? Yeah, I think it's a really great way to skyrocket someone's career. I think it's a great way to leverage out of everyday work. If you're a psychologist or a doctor or you work every day and you need more time with your family and you want more passive income um, and new opportunities to open up to you that you can pick and choose, I think that um, a book just really opens so many doors. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Lindy, for being with us today. Let's give everyone that number, that phone number again. This is how you can contact Lindy Stoller and talk with her about her book. Okay. Um, so to talk to me about uh, potentially working with me on your book or a book idea, please call me at 949 area code 300-2024. Again, that's area code 949 Thank you so much, Lindy, for being with us today, and thanks to all of our listeners. We will be back again next Monday morning for another Women Lead Radio Show. We are here every morning at 9 a.m. I am Bethany Kelly, host of Amazing Authors and Brilliant Books. Thank you for listening, and please keep reading, keep writing, and never forget the power of the written word. Women Leading the Way is 